Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast. So what's a podcast? Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we have a very special guest who's been on shows like Saving Hope, The Expanse, Carter, and you may know her as playing Jeannie Park from Kim's Convenience. So today we have Tina Jung. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for being here with us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My goodness, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm also nervous. You're going to be fine. (laughs) I'm sure you'll be fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so let's start from the beginning. What made you get into acting? What made me get into acting? Um, This is going to sound very weird, but uh, my parents were both actors. No way. uh, In Korea when they were younger. That's how they met. Um, and I, I always grew up watching um, movies that they were in, mm-hmm. like, you know, like interviews and shows that they've been on and stuff. So um, watching them growing up, I've always wanted to do what they did. Right. And I was always like inspired by them and, you know, just like. And, you know, like, me as a kid, like, I was very goofy. I always liked performing for, like, them, like, my family, like, their friends and stuff. So I guess I was hit with the acting bug, like, really, really early on in my life. Um, And I never imagined doing anything else. So growing up, like... Um, that's all I did, like any school productions, mm-hmm. whether that be musicals or just like random Christmas shows or pageants or anything, right. I always signed up to be in it. Um, and that was all the way through high school. And then I knew I wanted to get into theater school. Okay. So um, from there, like I went to theater school and then graduated. So all I did was like act and like, wow. learn how to act when that's I was younger. Awesome. So I guess I knew when I was uh, very young that this was the path that I wanted to do. And so. That's just how I got into acting. I just That's stuck amazing. with it. Yeah. It's like super focused. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Not mostly people, people are like, that. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Or like, I don't know what I should be doing. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. I guess this is kind of like, you know, like anything in the entertainment stuff. So I did a lot of dance as a kid. Okay. I did like tap, jazz, acro, ballet. Wow. wow. Yeah, all of that stuff. Like swimming and like singing, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so I just like, I just been dabbling in that field for as long as I can remember. So it sounds like your parents are really supportive of the whole thing, mm-hmm. of dabbling in the arts and getting into literally anything that you wanted to, <laughs> literally what you wanted to get into. Yeah. I think I think I got uh, really lucky and mm-hmm. blessed that, you know, especially as Asian parents. Yes, right? exactly. Like I think everyone can agree that it's most it's more normal for Asian parents to be like, uh, that's a hobby, right? Or like <laughs> like you should be focusing more towards being a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah, like exactly. very like stereotypical stuff that mm-hmm. they wish. Um, yeah, because you know, like as immigrant uh, kids, like the parents come to Canada or like anywhere else being like, oh, we want a better future for our kids. Like, yeah. like we came here for a purpose. <laughs> but my parents were always just like, they didn't question it. They're like, oh, like, you know, if anything, they, they signed me up for like art camps and dance classes and <laughs> wow. stuff. That's awesome. um, because they just knew that I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And like, I loved performing. So like, why, why stop them? Or why mm-hmm. stop me from doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they've, they've been nothing but supportive from day one. Throughout theater school, I would have like shows and um, 
just presentations and mm-hmm. you know they lived in Burlington at the time and I went to York University so mm-hmm. it was quite far oh, wow. That's a commute, um, yeah. yeah but like they always managed to come out to shows every night like mm-hmm. they drove wow. all the way and then you know my dad would because <laughs> I had like matinee shows yeah. and then evening shows yeah so my dad would come to the matinee shows mm-hmm watch and then give me notes being like like i loved when you did this this try for the next time like try doing this or whatever and then i always thought that was like really special because like it's not common right to have parents like that invested in that so um i would apply those notes for like the evening shows which he would stick around for and then yeah it was just like you have a personal acting coach yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and then you know if if i'm on a show and it airs um like my parents are just the first ones to see it they call me being like hey i saw the show you were in like i loved when you did this and like i love your character like you know and then whenever i have an audition i call them because i like sharing them Mm. uh the information with them and then they'll be like they'll be like okay like um, let's prepare it or you know what I mean like yeah. they're very like it's like above and beyond and yeah. like overly like just super nice and like patient mm-hmm. you know because they don't they never get mad or angry being like oh like why aren't you booking this or that you know what I mean as yeah. like some parents would be like you know just the backseat drivers yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah the backseat driver parents yeah <laughs> Um, but if anything, if I have an audition, they're like, oh, break a leg. You know, they oh. always message me before I go into the mm-hmm. room. Wow. And they're just, I'm just so blessed. Like, thinking about them, like, it makes me really happy because I, I've never met anyone else here anyway, or mm-hmm. like any Asians who, mm-hmm. you know, their parents were that invested and supportive. I, about, I totally yeah, agree. Their career I'm, in general. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure most our Asian listeners are probably going to contact you how they could be 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 adopted by your parents (laughs) 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 who are they yeah that's that's fantastic yeah Yeah. so and part of me why i want to do really well is because you know like for them as Mm -hmm. well right because i know that they were passionate about acting when they Mm -hmm. were younger and like a part of them still I'm sure they want to you know try it again or you know like just yeah, yeah. yeah they're just because they're super invested in me it's mm-hmm. like I want to make them proud and I mm-hmm. want to kind of finish off like what they left off mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. you know they got married and then they had like three kids and mm-hmm. moved all the way over here trying to make a living for us and stuff mm-hmm. so they they sacrificed a lot for us and of course yeah I would love to just like one day you know yeah. just pay yes. that off and be like guys I made it this is for you guys <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah. I mean, since your parents were uh, coming from the arts mm-hmm. uh, with your two older sisters, as you were saying before mm-hmm. we started recording, uh, were they trying to push them towards the arts, going the other way? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, because my parents, they're great. They, um, they've never pressured me or my sisters to do anything they wanted. Okay. So it was more like, okay, you guys figure out what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. you guys figure out what your hobbies are Mm -hmm. and if you like it try it if Mm -hmm. not that's okay and move Mm -hmm. on to the next one you know Mm -hmm. like they gave us a lot of freedom and a lot of creative freedom to figure out what we wanted to do and my sisters and I like we all did like the after school like after Mm -hmm. like the extracurricular Mm -hmm. stuff they've all done dances we've Mm -hmm. done a lot of like the typical piano flute (laughs) violin all that kind of stuff too Um, sports even you know okay. my sisters were all in like soccer teams basketball teams volleyball mm-hmm. teams like they were all we were all active as as children wow. which um, 
I think that's lucky because, you know, you, yeah. you were able to, you know, dip your fingers and everything and just try yeah. that out for the first time. Um, because, you know, you'll quickly know whether or not you like it and want to go with it or, you know, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't think, I don't know. My sisters were more like, I don't think they thought acting was a thing for them. Okay. Because as much as they like like my 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 second oldest sister she did a lot of dance classes with me okay but then you know after doing it a while she's like you know i don't really like going on stage there's too many (laughs) eyeballs looking at me right like that's how she would describe it so she's like i get nervous like i don't think that's for me Mm -hmm. so both my sisters are completely different they're they're in business they're in education okay um government jobs all that like the way the other direction (laughs) um but they're super supportive of me you know Mm -hmm. they're like oh like it's kind of cool like yeah. I, I find that really cool how you're you're on that side of mm-hmm. the field and um yeah like if anything they're they're proud and they let me know that they're proud which I'm very thankful for because mm-hmm. we all need that right yes. like mm-hmm. as actors um it's good to always know that your family has your back and mm-hmm. is supporting you whenever you're feeling down yes. or whatever mm-hmm. and then you know they they really give you that little oomph to yeah. to go on so <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for my parents and my other sisters, they were like, just try anything else and whatever you want, go with it. And yeah, I think that's why we have a really like nice family dynamic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel that uh, when you get into an industry like that, you really do need that good network or good supportive base Mm -hmm. because you're always faced with the constant, I don't know, changes no, and struggles. Yeah. No, yeah. it's true. And it's it's a lonely job, really, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're faced with a lot of rejections mm-hmm. and all the time. Yeah. a lot of no's rather than yeses. And, you know, you start doubting yourself. It's so easy to doubt yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, question yourself whether or not you're on the right path or am I good enough? Am I mm-hmm. terrible? Why didn't I get that audition? <laughs> Why am I not tall enough? Like, you know, yeah. all, all these things come into play because it's not just your talents. Like, it's also your appearance and mm-hmm. everything else like arbitrary things yes like yeah very silly silly exactly things that they might pick up. exactly mm-hmm. and um you know it's good to have that support at home just be like no no, no. like you keep going and i'm yeah. like i want to quit but you're like no you keep going um and you just have to get used to it because in this industry it's like not always about talent it's mm-hmm. you know you could get cast because you could be taller than somebody else that they right. just cast yeah. or right. they needed someone with black hair because there's yeah. already two actors with blonde, blonde hair, hair. Right, right so mm-hmm. it's like you really have to like get used to the fact that it's not personal for sure at yeah. all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. done some acting myself and oh, modeling yeah, yeah. Nice. so I'm, I'm used to the nose Right, yeah. and I've gone to I don't know why but my agent sent me to um, auditions for like alcohol brands right when I was 25 and as soon as I walked in the door people were already IDing me That's and when hilarious. I got in like the audition part and I'm with the producers and they're like or the casting directors they're like can we just check your ID again it's like <laughs> Can you just send me away now? Clearly, I don't look old now. But that's the good thing about Asian jeans, right? Yeah, you're just like flawless age. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned you went to theater school. Mm -hmm. Um, Just how was that experience overall? It was great. Um, Yeah. It for the four years it was tough. Yeah. It was very competitive. 
a lot of people applied to get in. I think about 2,500 people applied. Mm -hmm. And for the acting, for the first year, you dabble at everything. Like acting, production side, um, creative side, writing side. And then when you're going into second year, you stream into different programs. Mm -hmm. So more specialized programs. So you have like the acting conservatory, like um, the production side, creative ensemble, and theater studies. And you have to audition and interview Mm -hmm. to get into each stream. Wow. Yeah, so it like already it's super competitive right. and um I guess like I I was super pa- I still am but I was very passionate and like very green at the time so I'm like I have to like do the best that I can <laughs> over prepare and stuff. So I I applied to I applied to every stream. Wow. wow. Luckily I got into every stream. <laughs> so I had the opportunity to kind of like um, decide for myself which mm-hmm. program I wanted mm-hmm. to continue um, seriously. And in the end I went with the acting conservatory which they selected only 16 uh, actors oh, to, wow. yeah, to focus on for the next three years of your university life. So I did that. And it honestly, for me personally, because everybody's different, but it was like the best thing that I could have gotten in mm-hmm. terms of training because they focus on, you know, uh, movement, you know, mm-hmm. so you do a lot of dance, you do a lot of like techniques and you work on your body your breathing you learn about your body parts so that you can like you know what I mean like learn how to use that as an actor Mm -hmm. and then you do a lot of voice work so you learn accents and you know (laughs) breathing techniques and all of these things that you need Um, and then you do the acting stuff Mm -hmm. which is you know it's not just because some universities or some training places only focus on one specific thing so you can just learn Shakespeare Mm -hmm. for four years or you know a different technique but for for York, um, they gave us the opportunity to kind of dabble at every technique of acting so that you can find out for yourself what works for you. And I thought that was very valuable because, you know, they're not just forcing one technique on you to learn and, like, be done with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it was very beneficial to to dabble at all of that and just kind of come to a conclusion being like, yes, this this works for me as an actor. Let me... Mm -hmm develop more of myself from there um and you know every year you have to or every semester at the end you have to interview and audition again to stay in the program so it's been it was like oh gosh like yeah it it was intense Mm -hmm. um you know you're in the studio for like 60 hours a week like morning to night and then you have rehearsals on top of that yeah and you know you don't shower (laughs) you don't do laundry uh you don't sleep so by the end of it you know everybody is because everybody's in the same boat in that class Mm -hmm. so we're all just like you know we all smell and we all like we all have like bags under our eyes and we're just like yeah this is it but we love it so Mm -hmm. it's it's been a very uh wild ride and and uh yeah, I can't say anything bad about it. I just had the time of my life in that. And it really prepared me mm-hmm. um, for, for the industry, you yeah. know, because not many people get the opportunity to learn all of that mm-hmm. and then, you know, get set into the real world, being yeah. like, all right, now do your thing, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, they prepared you in the sense also with the scheduling, the lack of sleep. Oh, gosh, the yeah. The lack of showering. Yeah, the lack of showering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're thinking about going to theater school, you got to give up, like, yeah. Because that. <laughs> that's how it is in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can be shooting in, at all hours. You don't necessarily get to go home to rest. Yeah, you can have a crazy schedule. You can, mm-hmm. have, you can be on set for, like, 17 hours exactly. or something. And, yeah. 
you know. So they drilled it into you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> to be suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a baby. <laughs> yeah. So was there any kind of stream that you were kind of gravitating to in your later years, or did you kind of enjoy all of the streams? I enjoyed all of the streams because, again, like when else would you get the opportunity to yes. to learn that? Right. So while in the first year I did everything that I could to kind of um, just be open to all mm -hmm. the possibilities, um, you know, because for a production side, it was really cool in terms of like the creative aspect because you learn how to build sets, design right. sets, you learn about yeah. lighting, costuming, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, you get like, you go into like a carpenter shop and yeah. you like make your own sets and wow. you paint and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's very hands-on, okay. which not many universities tend to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I love that production side as well. Mm -hmm. and. Um, you know, you you just get greedy at that point because you're like, why can't I do it all? Yeah. You know, like why why can't I do this and why can't I do that? But um, I don't know. But I think deep down, ultimately for me, it was just performing because mm -hmm. as much as I loved everything else, and it does help for you know like your just your everyday life in in the field. But um, I've always had that kind of greed, I guess, to just perform. <laughs> and I'm like, it was I feel. I feel at my best when I'm on stage, mm -hmm. and okay. I, I enjoy that the most. So I think I, I went with the acting stream in the end, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of course, you went through theater school, and it's four years, so they did their best to, I guess, throw you through the theoretical, mixing that with the practical. So at the end of it, mm -hmm. uh, when you're done theater school, how were the opportunities out there? How was coming out of that bubble as everybody right. comes out of that bubble? But of course, your your industry is so much harder. Yeah. Well, I, I will admit that it was very theater-based for, mm -hmm. for the acting conservatory. Um, the one thing that I wish that they taught us was um, on-camera technique mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. So as much as I was prepared for the theater world, mm -hmm. I was not as prepared in the, the film and TV um, okay. aspect of things, which is ultimately what I wanted to try to get into, like straight out of theater school. Um, and knowing like the business side of things, right? Because right. again, like I... I'm out now. I'm like, I graduated. I'm so green. I'm like, I'm ready for anything. And yet I'm like, in the audition room, they're like, can you slate for me? I'm like, what's a slate? You know? Yeah. And they don't teach you that. Right. So it, it was a, right out of theater school. It was, it was more of like a learning curve for me because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I, this wasn't the be all and end all. I thought I was ready. Right. There's a lot more to it than I thought. Um, so it was just like a process of kind of learning that side mm -hmm. of the industry. Um, and I wish, I just wish that we had more time to kind of dabble in that in the fourth year, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. um, at the end of the fourth year, there's this uh, lovely opportunity called Theatre Ontario. Mm -hmm. And it's where all the theatre schools come together, um, put on a showcase for everyone in the industry. So there's like talent agents, directors, mm -hmm. producers. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, like even like theatre companies that come by to just kind of like see the showcase and yeah. see who's graduating so yeah. they can kind of like pick up and yeah. sign whoever wow. they're That's interested like throwing in. throwing you at the sharks. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like, this is me. Like, love me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, like let's work together. So yeah. um, from there, you know, I was lucky to get... Um, 
uh, agents mm -hmm. to contact me being like, hey, like, want to come in for just like an interview or a meet and greet, like I'm interested in representing you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right off the bat, it was more like a, you're going into business, right? You're just mm -hmm. like selling yourself yeah. being like, yeah. what can you offer me? What can I offer you? Yeah. And um, from there, it was all just like everything from there was new. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I thought I was ready, but you know, like <laughs> I was, I just realized that I was really, really green outside of the right, school. Right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so scary you got, times. You had an agent right out of school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they, did they give you any extra training for like the TV commercial and film? Well, every, every agent is different mm -hmm. and every, every like, I guess, yeah, I guess every agent is yeah. different because they're like, some could be like, hey, if you want to stick in theater, like I can just give mm -hmm. you theater auditions. Yeah. Um, which for me, I I have done theater for four years, and yeah. like ultimately, I'm like I'm, I was like, oh, I really want to get into TV and film yeah. because, like, you could be in a lot of TV shows that you watch <laughs> and movies that you know, like you want to yeah. try it out. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I told my agent, I'm like, I am ready for anything and everything. Just sign me up. I will go to all of these auditions. Nice. Um, and she was like, yeah, like, you know, we'll, we'll start you off with, like, let's get some new headshots for you. So, you mm -hmm. know, you like they recommend a couple people that they go with. Mm -hmm. um, and then they can recommend some classes for TV and film because, again, mm -hmm. we haven't had that experience yeah. outside of theater school. Um, so I've been to a lot of, like, workshops and I've been to a lot of classes where mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, Oh, so let me learn from the start. That's what a slate is. You yeah. just say your name and hey, yeah. like how easy, you know. Yeah. And I remember my first audition as for it was a it was a show called Played on CTV, I think. Okay. And you know it was it was like uh, secretary. <laughs> it was the role of secretary, and like my my line was oh he's here or something like yeah. that. <laughs> and you know I'm like super nervous to go in, and then because I haven't had like a, a TV audition mm -hmm. before, I show up and they're like, Slate. And I'm like, I'm sorry, uh, what? And then they're like, oh, just say your name and hey. And I'm like, okay, I got this. And I'm like, hi, I'm, I'm Tina Jung, I'm five foot seven. And they're like, okay. And then we can just start, action. And me being so stupid, I looked directly into the camera and then said my line. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, that's great, but try looking at the reader and then, and then we'll go again. And I'm like, oh shit like <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now but then I'm like uh, okay I'll do it again I'm so sorry and you know you never like say yeah. sorry like yeah. in, in the audition room but they were super nice about it because you know they can tell based off just like my resume mm -hmm. I haven't had any TV film yeah. credits or whatever um, and you know from, from mistakes like that you start learning mm -hmm. and then that's how you pick things up and you're just like okay I'll be better next time <laughs> I won't be as green <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but then if you weren't prepared for it because no one's ever told you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and yeah, like the thing with like the couple classes here, it's like yeah, you learn like scene techniques or like you know like character development, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't think there's specifically a class that's like I'll learn all the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like there is, there are, but it's not like oh like learn all the the terminology for mm -hmm. for um, acting yeah. or you know acting on uh, on set pretty mm -hmm. much right mm -hmm. so you know you just you learn as you go you make a lot of embarrassing <laughs> mistakes and you show up and hopefully uh, they don't fire you once you get cast I really feel like there should be some sort of buffer school or something to kind of help people transition into the actual yeah. field yeah that's why some agencies they offer like and I'm doing this in quotes because 
they say they offer acting or modeling classes, mm-hmm. but a lot of times the curriculum, it's more so to grab money. That's my personal experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, they do teach you things nonetheless, but it, for them, they're just hosting the classes not to help you become better prepared as an actor or a model. It's to sell their, their agency. Yeah, their program mm-hmm. and their agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I realize that, like, you know, just not because not everybody graduate from theater school mm-hmm. and then get into the field. It's like you could you can do other things and transition into mm-hmm. acting. Mm-hmm. And I, I quickly realized that just because you graduate doesn't mean, like, you know everything. Like, everybody, as soon as you're outside into the real world, everybody's kind of starting in the same same place, same place yeah. right? Because, you know, like, if you didn't have a theater background, like, you still have to go to classes to learn mm-hmm. um, scene techniques and stuff. Like, everybody's in the same, yeah. But you're better, better prepared because you... Yeah. I thought I Drills was. Four years <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely helps me, for sure, in bringing, like, my characters to life and doing mm-hmm. scene studies and auditioning and stuff. But I just wish I, I knew... How to slate. I keep, I keep bringing it back to that embarrassing moment. Yeah. Because it's just stuck with you, right? Yeah, yeah, right? But like, obviously, after that, I'm like, slate? I'm like, I can slate. Yeah. I can slate, you know? I know yeah. what that is. You know? I recently went on audition and they asked me, can you do a hand slate? I was like, hand doesn't talk. I was like, oh. Hi. <laughs> what? But thank goodness it was a group thing and then nobody in the group knew. So he, the, the guy was like, okay, so everyone just put up your hands and shoot it and do front and back and then say your name after. And we're like, okay. Can you imagine? You're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, man. Funny. Hands like, like, right? It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> Hi. <laughs> So oh, I was like, oh, uh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> I didn't have this question before, but now I'm curious. What was your first, I guess, successful role or thing that you got? Your first job? Um, my first job, um, it was two, technically. Because okay. um, the very first time I was on set, I was... Um, in high school, like in grade 12, where um, I briefly had an agent and I ended up getting this like ice cream commercial. Oh. Um, but my agent was like, hey, do you want to bring your dad along? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. And then my dad was like, yeah, sure, I'm free. <laughs> so we ended up going to set and um, uh, it was it was funny because it was like a group of people in like a lecture hall and then turns out my dad got more screen time than I did. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I thought like we all thought that was hilarious because you know like it's just funny right yeah. like you're yeah. just like you went for that purpose my dad just tagged along but they're like hey want to be in this commercial too um so that but I love that as my first experience because I got to share that with my dad mm-hmm. and um we had like tons of fun and like that will always for me will be my very first like set experience mm-hmm. um whereas my first official acting gig was um a show called Man Seeking Woman and that okay. was a show with Jay Baruchel and oh, he it's okay. it's a very it's a it's a hilarious show on FX uh, and uh, yeah I just I auditioned uh I ended up getting it but it was funny because I auditioned three uh, for three different shows that week and I ended up booking all three at the same time oh, wow. which was like I guess all three of them counted as like my first credit um Mm -hmm. it all kind of just like happened at once and I'm like oh this is really exciting (laughs) um but my first set experience um as a as a quote-unquote professional actor (laughs) in the field uh was for Man Seeking Woman and 
you know, because it's the first, there's a lot of mistakes that <laughs> happened. Um, super embarrassed by it, but you know, you um, when you show up, you're supposed to show up on like to the base camp, and mm-hmm. base camp is. I'm sure you'll know it's mm-hmm. where like everybody meets up where you do your hair and makeup you okay. get the, your trailers there mm-hmm. okay um and you like wait around there and again I have never seen a call sheet before <laughs> and a call sheet is like you know it tells you like what's happening that day who's in for mm-hmm. the day and stuff mm-hmm. I'm like this is so confusing <laughs> why is the font like size five like there's so <laughs> much information on this on this page and um and me obviously like I didn't want to sound too, like, childish, so I never questioned my agent. I'm like, I'll figure it out. (laughs) So um, I'm like, I don't know where to show up, right? Because, you know, they they say, oh, like, meet us at base camp or whatever, but I'm looking at the sheet, and I didn't know how to read a call sheet, so it it just said there was just an address Mm -hmm. on top. Mm -hmm. It said shooting location, that Mm -hmm. address, and I'm like, oh, it must be that place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. Um, But I, you know, like... that day came and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be super early. You're not supposed to be super no. early, right? You're supposed to come on time. Otherwise they have like no place to put you yeah. for the timing. But I showed up super early. Um, that location was like a drive away from the actual base camp. So I showed up and the people were like busy, like the crew's busy yeah. setting up everything. They're like, no one has time for me. And I'm just like with my backpack. I'm just like, I'm like, hi, I'm Tina. I'm here to shoot today. And then like everybody was ignoring me because obviously yeah. like why why would they pay attention yeah. they've yeah. got their own stuff to do but this lovely gentleman like stopped and was like hey are you lost and i'm like yeah i'm lost <laughs> i'm like Aww. i'm supposed to be here i'm like an hour early i thought i'd be here mm-hmm. on time and then he's like oh okay that's okay we'll figure it out so he like got his walkie-talkie out and then he's like all right we have a talent here who uh showed up early like can somebody find a shuttle for the base camp mm-hmm. and then i quickly realized i'm like oh i, I fucked up right and I'm like oh I'm like this is so embarrassing so I to like and you know it's it's bad on me because you know like now I'm wasting everybody else's time and then you know the you know the set people are going to be like okay well we got to get transportation for this mm-hmm. person whatever and I was only a day player so you know I was like oh no but I quickly learned from that and um but anyways yeah long story short that was my very first uh, <laughs> Credit as an actor on a show called Mansi Girl. <laughs> it's very eventful. It's also yeah, it was very traumatizing. <laughs> I think about it because I'm like, oh, I'm like turning red right now thinking about it. I think so everybody's first. got like first date jitters. Yeah, yeah. things that they've done. So. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, you still showed up early, and then you still probably made it on time to do everything, so yeah. there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. And, you know, like, I, luckily, I was, um, my scene had, like, a bunch of parts, because we were playing couples, like, yuppie couples, okay. so we had, like, three couples, like, on set, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'll, I'll hang out with you guys, like, yeah, exactly, and I'm like, guys, this is my first, like, time on set, and they, everybody was super nice, they were oh. like, oh, that's awesome. you know, like, it, like, we broke for lunch, and then my friend, um, Adrian, who was my very first scene partner, mm-hmm. professional scene partner, he was like, oh, like, let's go to lunch, like, I'll, I'll wait for you, and like, you know, we'll go together, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so nice of you, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the little gestures that count, because I was like, sweating that day I'm like I don't know anything and like I feel so lost and stuff but Mm -hmm. if if everybody comes together just to help each other Mm -hmm. once in a while like that it goes a long way Mm -hmm. which is why for now like if I if I bump into any actor who's like you know it's their first time on set like Mm -hmm. I make sure that I try to tell them everything like they need to know because 
you know, like it, it always helps to yeah. you know, be kind mm-hmm. in yeah. return. Yeah. Paying it forward. Yeah, paying <laughs> it forward. It's so important. Not everyone sees it that way. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's bring it back because, of course, we're a podcast about Kim's convenience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm curious, how did you, how'd you hear about Kim's and how did you get your start with Kim's? Yeah, Kim's to me, um, it, it goes way back, all the way back to like the the, the stage performance, like oh, the play wow. of Kim's Convenience. Um, okay. So I was in my fourth year university, okay. and um, bringing it back to what we talked about before, the Theatre Ontario showcase, mm-hmm. we have to prepare two monologues, two mm-hmm. contrasting monologues to kind of showcase our, t- our strengths mm-hmm. uh, as an actor. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what like uh, monologue to choose. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to a lot of theatre shows in theater school and then uh, Soul Pepper mm-hmm. was uh, producing Kim's Convenience at the time mm-hmm. and I'm like great let's go see this to my sister and it's it's a very special play for me um, I'm tearing up for some reason <laughs> um, because my parents own a convenience store Oh. So, it, like that, watching that story, which I can speak for a lot of people now, you know, watching the show, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. um, a lot of Korean families either do convenience stores or mm-hmm. like a laundromat, you know, yeah. it's like one or the other. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I'm watching this play, and it's like an all Asian cast, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and for the first time in my life, I was watching my life on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting so teary. No, no, no. <laughs> this totally is embarrassing. <laughs> um, but you know, like uh, that was my first time seeing Paul, uh, Jean, mm-hmm. and um, like their performance really struck with me because it was like watching my mom and my dad, yeah, right? Exactly. You know, like even with the accents and everything, and <laughs> singing and all of that, like everything was true yeah. as it was. So me and my sister. My sister and I, we were watching the play and we were both in tears for the moments that like hit really hard for us. And we were laughing for the moments that was like really honestly true (laughs) and it happens. Um, So at the end of the play, I remember just sitting there until everybody left Mm -hmm. the theater and I was just like, I couldn't move. And I'm like, this is it. (laughs) I finally saw a show that like represented who I am. And like that's the show that I wish like I could be a part of one day, whether yeah. it be like another remount or you know I didn't even think about like the show in like the future TV, yeah. mm-hmm. on TV, but it just it really left a huge impact, um, and my sister and I we like couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> so when the showcase came, when I was trying to prepare a monologue, I'm like, that's it, Janet. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. do a, a, a monologue. From Janet, and so I did, and I honestly, that monologue, <laughs> I did. We started in in the first, like the beginning of year four. Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to bring in the monologue so we can work on it yeah. all year. Mm-hmm. So I just worked on Janet for the entire year. Wow. <laughs> um, and by the end of it, you know, I was like, it, it becomes a part of you, right? Like mm-hmm. that character, because yeah. you yeah. invested an entire school year into it. Um, and so, so that, um, it just, it just stuck with me because I'm like, this is my absolute favorite play mm-hmm. and I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. And I studied the character. I studied <laughs> the play. Like I know this inside and out. And, um, fast forward to like a few years later, my agent was like, Hey, remember that monologue you did that I saw? And like, I signed you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, well, guess what? And I'm like, what? And then they're like, they're making a TV show out of it, and you have an audition. And I was like, what? That's crazy. 
And I remember like when I got that call, I was jumping up and down just because I'm like, I can't believe they're making, first of all, like an all Asian Mm, cast on TV. Like what? Like, (laughs) wait, why pinch me? I'm dreaming. And secondly, it's like, it's a play that I knew inside out. Like it's, I just, it's a part of me. So I'm like, this is perfect. I was like shaking when I got the call. Cause I'm like, I want it. I want it so bad. (laughs) I want, I need to be a part of it somehow. Um, and, um, but before that, you know, like, um, uh, my my acting professor knew um, like kind of like in Troy and them oh, through good. association. Okay. So so she was like, hey, I have his email. Do you want to like just <laughs> contact him or whatever? Oh. So like um, I I remember sending like emails to Ins and of course he's busy. He never replied. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Ins. <laughs> I sent you emails. Yeah. Um, but I was like, hey, I just wanted to say like thank you for writing this play and you know. Yeah. Um, whether he read it or not, like I had to write it because mm-hmm. it meant so much to me. And then, um, and then I was doing this uh, theater in the rough, like Shakespeare in the rough, um, Shakespeare plays in the parks, okay. like outside. Yeah. And I remember Inns came with his family to to watch it. And I remember being like, "Oh my God, you're Inns!" And then I remember talking <laughs> to him, being like everything about you is so cool. Everything about <laughs> Kim's community is so cool. I probably came off as like a total creep and like, <laughs> like probably annoyed the hell out of him. Um, he probably doesn't remember, which is fine. But, um, but because I had those moments in between, like mm-hmm. it felt more special when I got the call that, mm-hmm. you know, the audition was there. So I remember doing everything I can to just like make it personal. Mm-hmm. And then I showed up uh, to the audition and I'm flipping through to see who came in for Janet. Cause you know, you, that's what you do in auditions, right? You're like, yeah. all right, how many people am I competing yeah. against? And it was like pages upon mm-hmm. pages upon pages. It was like wow. every single like Asian actor yeah. that exists like in Canada, like got, got the call to do it. Wow. So I'm like, this is big, you yeah. know, this is huge. And they posted it on Facebook. Exactly. For like an open call. Yeah. So it was just like, what? Like it became yeah. this huge deal. And then, you know, it, it makes you want it even more. Cause you're like, this is so special. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did the audition. I didn't hear back for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I probably got cast, mm-hmm. you know. But then they they messaged me being like, hey, you got a call back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, I just spent like a month. Like I, <laughs> I was starting to forget about it. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the call back. I did it again. And then, you know, th- that's all you can do. You could mm-hmm. just do your best and, yeah. and hope for the best. Right. So you have no regrets. And then again, I didn't hear back for like another month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was a little sad. Mm-hmm. I was like a little Aww. disappointed. Um, and then, and then a month later, they they my agent called, being like, hey, you have a screen test to play Janet. And Aww. at this point, I was like, <laughs> again shaking, and I'm like, this can't like this is this is a dream. Like yeah. that's insane. Um, so I I remember fucking. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't swear here. Uh, I remember okay. just like doing everything I can to yeah. just like prepare for like the the screen test right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i like poured my heart and soul into Mm -hmm. it so i had no regrets regardless whether i got it or not so that i can just show my janet right to the producers Mm -hmm. so i did that and um i remember going home being like i could you know like oh i could have done better you know like i (laughs) but you know i want to show more if i get it i want to show more kind of thing um 
but I had no regrets. And then I, I got a call on my birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I know. It happened to be my birthday. And, like, this could either be... I remember watch, like looking at the, the ID and being like, it's for my agent. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, this can either make my birthday or, like, ruin my birthday. And I got the call. And then, you know, she was being super nice about it. She's like, unfortunately, they went with somebody else. And I was like devastated no. but it's like happy at the same time that like the show is happening yeah but also devastated because yeah. you know it, how can you not be right after yeah. you get your hopes up so high yeah and uh um i'm like oh that's okay like it'll be fine and i remember being like depressed for like oh, no. for like a month pretty much oh. just because like it was a huge part of me of course and then it felt like it got ripped out of me yeah yeah but i'm i'm probably sound really dramatic right now no, but no, like no. like in terms of just like my emotional level i was like super sad that i didn't get it but when i found out who got it i was like oh it just makes sense you know what i mean like because andrew is like perfect as janet and i'm like i was super i was genuinely happy for her so whenever i got like a chance to see her in the shows or like you know met with like hung out with her or whatever i'm just like i'm like it, like it had to be you yeah. you know because she is janet and she does like the best thing ever. Like, <laughs> she just brings out, like, the life in Janet. Um, so I was, like, really happy to see that for her. And, like, the with the success of the show, it's, like, like how can you be mad, right? Like, yeah. you know, like, I can't, like, not that I ever held a grudge, but it's, like, you can't be sad the fact that you didn't get it because it's not about you. It's, it's the fact that now, you know, diversity is a mm-hmm. thing and, like, we're yeah. getting these stories out to, to everybody else in Canada and internationally now that, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is our voice. This is our story. Yeah. Um, and from there, you know, they, I, went to, I ended up going to Korea um, to, to visit my family because most of my family's there. Okay. And then... Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, emailed me being like, hey, can you audition for Nayong? So he, yeah. actually, he actually emailed you back. <laughs> yeah, that, that one moment. Yeah, they're like, can you read for us? Okay. So I so I auditioned to play Nayong oh. uh, in the best way that I could to, <laughs> to show that fobbiness, I guess, right? Like the, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's actually, that's a question that I have off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Do you speak Korean? I do, yeah, you yeah. Do? So okay. I was born in Korea. And okay. my parents were like, um, you're going to learn English in school. Okay. So and you're going to speak Korean yeah, at home. You're only going to speak Korean at home. And we're only going to watch Korean TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you keep that. And I yeah. used to be like, why? What? Like, you know, and then, and yeah. then I used to go to Korean school after. Okay. Like, okay. like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Korean school. <laughs> um, so my parents were very strict on me, like, keeping that language. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So I could, I can, yeah. Yeah. Fluent in Korean, which I'm, you know, it's it's definitely an advantage, and I'm super thankful for my parents now. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so I auditioned for Nayong, and I'm like, like whoever, like the the actress who plays Nayong is like also perfect as (laughs) Nayong. You know what I mean? Like she's just super adorable, and she's just like everything you expect Nayong to be. Which is why I'm like, oh, I get it. Like (laughs) now I know why I didn't get it because I think I played her too like like differently. Um, and then, and then um, my agent was like, hey, so they actually just offered you a role, like a different role. Cool. Would you be interested in it? Because like, yeah. they, they did that for you. And I'm like, oh, that's super nice of them. Yeah. Um, and which was Jeannie Park. Uh, 
<laughs> and I was reading it, and I'm like, at first, to be honest, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm 16. I'm alcoholic. I'm like, I'm like, this is so different from everything else. But you know, like. Also, like, super excited because I'm like, oh, yes, I'm, like, a part of Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Like, I get to, like, I have a character that I can, like, leave my footprint in in this world. (laughs) So I, like, again, like, Mm overprepared for my role because that's what I I tend to do. And... um, and then I, I showed what Jean, what my idea of Genie Park is in the so show. So I got a question. Since you overprepare yeah. and Genie's an alcoholic, <laughs> does okay. that mean you're like back-to-back double-fisting soju? I said I was overprepared. I didn't say I was a method actor. Oh, my goodness. That would ruin my liver. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, like, every, like the entire process of creating Genie, like, I've never had so much fun. It oh, okay. Was, it was very, yeah, fulfilling. So, Genie, in your own words, how would you describe Genie? Genie, Genie, Genie. Oh, <laughs> Genie. Um, she, so she, okay, so I know her trademark is, like, the braces, obviously, because yeah. that's, like, the first thing you see. Yeah. It's like, those are huge, <laughs> and they're pink. Yeah. Um, she may seem very nerdy and very mm-hmm. shy mm-hmm. from the appearance, mm-hmm. but if you think of her in a in a character way like that, she's going through some shit. You know, like she, <laughs> she's stealing alcohol from her from her dad. She's a compulsive liar to her mom. Yeah, uh, I show up to church drunk, yeah. you know, and like get locked in a closet with junk. Like, <laughs> who is this girl? Yeah, um, yeah she's just. Um, now I forgot the question because I just I kept talking about Jeannie. But no, that, that, that's exactly yeah, it. Just, yeah. yeah, just like see, now I'm like I'm like in that world again. I'm like just talking <laughs> about her gets me really excited. Um, but yeah, she yeah, because a lot of people are like they don't recognize me as Jeannie because obviously mm-hmm. I'm very like done up as yeah. as her. Um, yeah. Got like the braces, the bangs, and yeah. like, no yeah. makeup, all of that kind of stuff. So the amount of times when somebody asks like, "Oh my God, are you like?" you're the one that plays Jeannie. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and they're like, you look so different. Like, you look prettier in real life. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess I'll, I'll take it. Like, yeah. Um, but like the entire process, like it takes me, it took me about an hour to get ready just because that bang piece, like it wasn't my real hair. So they had to like put the bangs the in bangs, yeah. and then straighten my hair and you know, like they actually had to mold my teeth to get like the the, the braces, braces in, in. Yeah. and like to be honest, those the, the lisp that you hear uh-huh. is real. I'm not even acting. It's because the, uh, because the yeah, <laughs> I can't. I feel like I literally can't talk in oh. those braces, <laughs> and like I drool a lot. <laughs> so I'm just like every in between takes. I'm like. <laughs> Suction. Yeah, yeah, and they, like they were on standby with like napkins oh, ready wow. for me. Because, like, I couldn't stop drooling, and I found that hilarious. And I was, like, I couldn't stop apologizing <laughs> to, like, the people who was taking care of yeah. my braces. Because I was, like, I'm so sorry. I was, like, I'm so sorry. Like, it was, like, a it's puddle of drool. It's just leaking. I'm, like, I can't do anything about it. And I'm laughing. And, it, like, I, I'm laughing. And because of the, the braces, mm-hmm. I never had braces before. Oh, But okay. everything was new. Like, it hurts. Like, even, like, the Invisalign thing. Yeah, like, yeah, it just yeah, it yeah, really yeah. hurts, first of all. And, like, I get super self-conscious. Like, <laughs> I, I noticed that when I was laughing, I had to cover my mouth oh. because I'm like, 
oh, like I'm so unattractive right now. And like, I'm drooling. I physically have to cover this up. Like I can't show this to anybody. So and yeah, like, so everything, everything that you see in those scenes, they're genuine and they're like mm -hmm. real reactions mm -hmm. because, and I love that that added a, a thing to Jeannie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just really interesting because I got a list, but I was drooling a lot. And I had to <laughs> be really shy on top of that. I like how uh, when you're talking about, uh, I guess, the creation of Jeannie and mm -hmm. little things like covering your mouth. Like when I thought that you were covering your mouth in those scenes that mm -hmm. you're kind of doing that Korean thing where you're kind of covering your mouth and yeah. giggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's funny that um, I guess that was all kind of, yeah, the backstory was all I just wanted to make there. it as like as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. Like what a, like a sweet teenager would do, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, like if she's talking to her crush, like she's not, yeah. as, as a teen, like you're not going to be very like confident at yeah. first, right? especially for like an older, like yeah. boy, yeah. you you want to look pretty. You want to look really, <laughs> like presentable, yeah. whatever. Um, and um, for me, that was an acting challenge that I wanted to do because I didn't want to like plan out every movement mm -hmm. and every like position or whatever. I just wanted to play with the scene. Mm -hmm. um, and even Ince was like, "Hey, like he came up to me and he was like, hey, just like.'" just have fun and like mm -hmm. just improv some Korean words in between <laughs> and yeah. like see where that takes you. Awesome. So I loved having that creative freedom to kind of like take that and like mm -hmm. develop Jeannie as mm -hmm. as we were rolling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a scene where I'm just like, hee hee, twirling, giggling. And then I say, suguaseo to, to yeah. omba. Yeah. And, and suguaseo means just like, you know, like take care kind of thing yeah. to like an older mm -hmm. person. And I thought like, those moments were very genuine, mm -hmm, and I, mm -hmm. I really liked how that all came to be. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. How was it working with Jean and, uh, sorry, I, I know her character is Mrs. Park. Uh, Uni Park. Uni, Uni Park. Uni Park, yeah. Yes, how was it working with them? Um, so it was my first time working with both of them yes. um, as an actor, and, you know, they're very, like, seasoned actors. You mm -hmm. know, there's a lot to learn from them. Um, Jean is super cool. Yeah. She's just like a super cool human being. Um, and like, you know, she just like, she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have to bring my A game working in that scene with her because like, I don't want to disappoint anybody, <laughs> right? And like, and she gives you what you need as an actor. Okay. So like, you know, there, I remember Uni and, um, and Jean like rehearsing their lines yeah. in the outside church scene and just like watching them play and rehearse mm -hmm. it was kind of like a class to me because I'm like watching it and I'm like oh this is really interesting like how mm -hmm. those two seasoned actors work um and you know I I did my best to just kind of like do my job <laughs> and um yeah it was just it was very interesting and uni is just like she's she's also really cool and like she's just like she's Miss Park herself like in, in a way that like she's very like fashionable and she's very like elegant mm -hmm. and um yeah, it was just, uh, it was really interesting to work with. And I haven't worked with any older Asian actors, to be honest, okay. as much as, you know, working here on mm -hmm. other sets and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that was more, like, on a personal level, I felt more, like, happy. Mm -hmm. Well, happy and also just kind of, like, relatable mm -hmm. and, you know, like... Comforted. Comforted, all, yeah. exactly. And you're just like, oh, this is this is a different vibe, yeah. but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then I've, I've met with other um, actors, like Paul and Andrew and um, 
Yeah, like everybody's just like in passing, and you know, because I haven't had a scene with them, which I would <laughs> love to one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've seen I've seen their work while visiting on set and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like, like it's just a stellar cast and crew Mm -hmm. and like if you go into the set like it's just everybody brings their a game Mm -hmm. and like it's just it's very i don't know i'm like it's weird to say that i feel proud but like (laughs) you know what i mean or just like i feel proud to just watch them Mm -hmm. act and do their thing and bring the story and the Mm -hmm. characters and it's just yeah i i wish i can say i don't know better things but (laughs) no sure I think most most people watching the show, yeah. being Asian, were proud. Yeah, it's like, yeah. We're finally represented on television. Yeah, it's and this feeling not, I can't describe. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like a goofy role or anything that you're mm-hmm. seeing. It's, it's mm-hmm. a genuine family that is is real and how yeah. we live, and yet it brings so much joy and people can relate to it so well. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's the magic of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything about it is really great. <laughs> so if you had a say in the writing, let's mm-hmm. say that the writers were here with us and <laughs> we could do anything we wanted with Jeannie, how would you write in like a reappearance of Jeannie? I think... Um, I think about this often oh. uh, because, you know, like Zima and I just talk about it, but it'd be funny if, because, you know, like in, in that world or that universe, like uh, the time has passed yes. a bit yeah. and Jeannie wouldn't necessarily be a teenager anymore. Yeah, that should be 18, so, 19, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it'd be, it'd be cool if she got like a makeover, if she just yeah. appeared older yeah. um, and like, you know, she wasn't like the crazy drunk alcoholic teenager in the church but if I if I could do if we could do Jeannie some justice (laughs) just like okay she learned from her like lessons and you know she's not as crazy anymore Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that'd be cool Um, yeah yeah I don't know (laughs) I don't know I think we can we can have fun or you know she just never took her braces yeah yeah (laughs) she she still has her braces Mm -hmm. and her bangs you know there's a lot there's a lot uh, that can happen totally yeah. as a fan I was always thinking along those lines of course time has passed in this mm-hmm. this world and that you know uh, Jung in has kind of been flip-flopping on all these different people. It'd be fun to see Jeannie make a reappearance and he's like, wow, okay, wow, Jeannie, you're, wow. You're an adult now. (laughs) Not in a creepy way. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's like the only logical thing or Mm -hmm. the the, the only thing that can happen from there. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, time has passed. It's obvious that she's going to be very different looking. Mm -hmm. Um... But you know, I give the writers complete freedom to <laughs> do whatever you want if you want her back. <laughs> I will bring my egging. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess this will be my last question from the show related stuff, mm-hmm. actually, too. Okay, so as a fan question, we might not include this. Um, so in the last episode of the first season is that uh, family singing contest mm-hmm. where you're on stage with Dooney Park. And I'm just curious what, what, what like your script says. Did it say like, look deadpan and like an annoyed teenager standing up there while your mom's living out her? Yeah, no, that's exactly what. <laughs> it's funny, cause um, so Ince emailed me yeah. being like, hey Tina, can you sing? <laughs> and I was like, 
depends. <laughs> like, what were you thinking? And he's like, I'm thinking of like this church um, scene at the end where you know it's like a family singing contest. Yeah. Just wanna just wanna see if you could sing or not. And yeah, then yeah. I'm like, I'll be completely honest with you. Like, I sing for fun. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it. Like, don't expect like a grand performance from yeah. me. Right. Um. So maybe, maybe that's why, you know, okay. uh, Jeannie okay. went that direction. But also, you know, she's going through, like, puberty and stuff. Of so course. she obviously wouldn't want to be, like, with her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's annoyed. She just wants to be on her phone. Yeah. Um, so when I got the script and said, you know, Jeannie, like, hates life. <laughs> she's very deadpan. She doesn't want to be there. Um, and she's, like, super annoyed at her mom. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> um, so the day of the performance, it's like, or the day of the shoot, um, I remember we, it was in that church scenes. There was like hundreds of extras mm-hmm. uh, sitting, <laughs> watching the show called yeah. yeah. so show. Yeah. And I, I remember, I think I took it too far because I was like, I was, I was on stage. I was like singing, like hating <laughs> life. My eyes were getting droopy, like rolling my eyes back a lot. And like, I swear, I thought I saw some like extras being like, is she doing that on purpose? <laughs> like. Like is she drunk? She, she was awesome. like she was like she looks like she hates life. Like it's like is she okay? And I, I remember hearing that I'm like okay so maybe I am doing something right, <laughs> or or I could be you know taking that note a little too far. But I loved I loved how it uh, it came across on camera yeah. because I heard they they loved that scene and yeah. how it played out. Yeah. And if anything they're like okay more of that more of that. So I was just like. <laughs> you know in the moment um but i'm glad i was able to give them what they wanted in the end yeah Yeah. that was absolutely perfect i imagine that if i were on with my parents in that kind of situation rolling the eyes just like oh my god why am i here and it's hilarious if you like if you pause yeah (laughs) on the screen like that certain moment yeah you get a very funny looking facial expression from me which my friends happen to send me from time to time just to remind me like hey guess what scene i'm watching right now this is like my face i'm like this frozen on screen i'm like oh thank you (laughs) yeah that's great okay second part of that question or i guess just to close off Jeannie, Mm -hmm. um if you were to give her life advice what would it be? Oh, Jeannie. Uh, quit uh, drinking. I was going to say quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think she she does. Oh. Or she did. Because she's a rebel and I'm sure she's done everything uh, <laughs> that she shouldn't have done. Um, but I'd say it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's a phase. <laughs> and you don't have to drink to be cool. Mm. And um, don't be shy in mm-hmm. front of the guys you like. <laughs> Otherwise, you just look like a complete idiot. <laughs> um, but I'd say you'll, you'll, you'll grow up soon and it's okay to experiment, but don't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. advice. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Okay, so let's step away from Kim's. Now, the other thing I really wanted to talk about was meeting Mommy. Yes. Little short film that, wow. That, when I watched it, I was like, in tears. Aww, <laughs> yeah, it was does. really, really, really touching. And mm-hmm. if you haven't already watched it, go watch it. It's on the Wong Fu channel, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And you can, you'll see all the comments that follow. But mm-hmm. let, let's get into the meat of this. Mm-hmm. What started this project? 
So Seymour and I, as actors, we always want to create and make stuff. Yeah. Um, and we we were talking about doing something together for mm-hmm. a while, um, and that was to to kind of showcase like our strengths as an actor, mm-hmm. and just like what simply just like what can we share mm-hmm. with with everybody. So. I remember this day very clearly. It was like February, I think, of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, after dinner, we were driving home, and we were like, "Okay, let's just brainstorm a couple ideas. Like, what would we want to write about?" And one thing led to another, and we were like, ultimately, our goal was, "What is the saddest thing we can write?" About? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. like, because you know, like you take one thing and then you it, it snowballs, right? Like yeah. we we pitch our ideas. Yeah. And one thing leads to another, and we're like, oh, yeah, 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 but she has <laughs> cancer, but she has, you know, a child, but she has, you know, whatever yeah. it is, but um, I just, I just spoiled it, oops, but, um, <laughs> I mean, she does not, <laughs> uh, but you don't know how, anyway, I'm making it worse, um, but, uh, yeah, that, that, that one car ride um, literally turned into, like, an all-night writer's room vibe so what we did was you know we got home we couldn't stop talking about it and um it just it just kind of developed overnight so we ended up just like not sleeping that (laughs) night where we were just like writing down ideas we were like pitching and we're like okay how about we do this and that Mm -hmm. that's all i can say because that's what it was we're just like no no that doesn't work how about you know and then we were creating characters from there and it was hilarious because we would come up with like a sad idea like yeah. story and then we would cry we would actually <laughs> cry we'd be like that's so sad but <laughs> and then we would come up with like another story that was even sadder and we're like oh my god this is too much oh. so by the morning our eyes were like puffy yeah. from, from <laughs> crying so much but we we had like a basic outline of the story mm-hmm. and we're like well that we have something here, you yeah, know, because like yeah, yeah. if talking about it makes us cry, right. imagine if like if we execute this properly, like yeah. this could be a really mm-hmm. good short film. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we we ended up writing like a like the first draft by that by that day. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, we we started tweaking it and we wow. um, we started editing and we were like, OK, let's get rid of this. Let's add this. Mm-hmm. So it became a very like a, a, a quick, I guess, time in in terms of time it was a very quick short moment where like a story was born Mm. but from there i think i think we it's because we had a very strong idea of Mm -hmm. the story it was much easier to to quickly develop it from Mm -hmm. there rather than okay let's let's leave this for another day let's come back to it or whatever like we couldn't stop adding to the story right right so we were already emotionally invested in this Mm in this story that we just had to kind of go with it and mm-hmm. had to make it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So from there we applied to um, the ACTRA Yeah Shorts program mm-hmm. for the Young Emerging Artists and um, we got accepted and we got the opportunity to, you know, get funding from mm-hmm. like the William F. White's, you know, they gave us all the equipments and supplies and we quickly um, came up with the team and oh. we shot it. Um, we were the first team to shoot it in that in that program, mm-hmm. um, but we shot it in two days, <laughs> over a weekend. Wow. Uh huh. And um, it just it all just kind of happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the end of it, you know, we were like, "This is happening. Like, we have something." <laughs> yeah. And post took forever because, like, I this was my first time writing and producing mm-hmm. um, a, a short film. 
but the amount of work that it takes to to do the post mm-hmm. process of it it's it's insane like i there's a lot more to it than i thought mm-hmm. so it was all over overwhelming because i was learning everything mm-hmm. from the beginning even the writing process right mm-hmm. so writing producing and, and like just everything else. it was like it just it went by so fast that i felt like i wasn't processing everything at the same time but i was it was just like i don't know what's happening and i'm not even sleeping right. i'm like <laughs> I'm like, is this theater school all over again? I'm not showering. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I smell. Like, what's happening? Um, but by the end of it, we're like, wow, like we have something. So we we um, it, it debuted or whatever. It premiered um, in October, and having that first audience reaction to the film, yeah, um, was really special to us because you know we thought. By that time, we saw it like 800,000 yeah. times. <laughs> and, you know, even if we we have seen it that many times, it still made us cry, mm-hmm. which probably means that, you know, we're overly invested in this, <laughs> in this uh, short. Um, but hearing the audience sniffle or cry yeah. and, you know, them telling us, like, that was, like, really special. Mm-hmm. Like, I've also gone through that, you know. Like, when mm-hmm. they started sharing yeah. similar stories with us, mm-hmm. that's when we knew, like, it's more than just a short. Like, we, we touched people's hearts mm-hmm. and we made something that is relatable mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it touches on a very specific theme, but it's not all about that you know because mm-hmm. it, it could it could be depressing mm-hmm. but we don't want to show that side of it we instead we want to show like the positive side mm-hmm. right of of death you know mm-hmm. it's it's the hope that comes with it and mm-hmm. like you know the the child figuring out life yeah and all of that stuff it's like everything but the sad part that you would expect mm-hmm. so there's um that underlying message throughout and yeah like even any film festival that we go to now mm-hmm. you know the, the fact that you know people are still watching it for the first time mm-hmm. and we still hear sniffles yeah. oh. it's uh it's a very um it's a really nice moment for us yeah that it's still going and we still cry <laughs> like, watching it. like we shouldn't by now but you know we still tear up <laughs> yeah well i think the fact that if you're still feeling it after, mm-hmm. you know, going through the process of, but that would be sadder. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder if like Korean drama writers like think the same no, way. No, for sure, like, right? We're gonna it's add like, a car crash and a love triangle, <laughs> and then we're gonna yeah. add glittering scenes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like someone's rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone's always rich, someone's always poor. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be money involved. So I guess going through the process of being the writer. Mm-hmm. an actor the producer going through all the post-production I guess did it give you a better appreciation of things things that you probably oh didn't want to oh my gosh absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely because like I've mentioned during this entire podcast it's like I've I've only focused on acting yes because that's all I ever did throughout like growing up until mm-hmm. now it's you know I feel like I've got that <laughs> but um, but I've always wanted to create I never knew how to mm-hmm but I took this opportunity to, to learn and, and push the boundaries and mm-hmm. challenge myself because mm-hmm. it scares me. You don't know where to start, right. so you don't start, right? right. Whereas Seema was like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do this, and um, I hope I can teach you. Because, you know, he, 
he's done a few projects before, so it's not his first rodeo, okay. whereas it was my first rodeo. Right. So um, he helped me a lot in terms of like teaching me like how to go about it. Um, and he was super generous with the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard because, you know, like, obviously we, we had a lot of fights because I'm like, because <laughs> it's only natural, right? Like right. when you're sharing that creative side to it. Right. But he has been nothing but like super patient and supportive and mm-hmm. helpful mm-hmm. that it's gotten us to this point where we're like, all right, we're ready for the next project, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. That's right? awesome. Um, and I feel like I'm more more ready now uh, in terms of um, taking taking that and applying that to my mm-hmm. next process mm-hmm. because now I have an idea <laughs> like a general idea I'm not like it's not shooting in the dark you know mm-hmm. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not new anymore in that mm-hmm. in that sense mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> so would you ever consider I mean like Kim's was a stage play it evolved into a series would you ever consider meeting mommy the series <laughs> meeting mommy the series um, we've had a lot of offers for people who um, from people who wanted meeting mommy to be a feature Wow um, just because everybody who's seen it like it all speaks to them one mm-hmm. way or another um, and it is a very special short film. Oh yeah, I will absolutely. agree to that. Um, but we're like, you know how like sometimes we're just like, you don't want to ruin yeah. anything, yeah. you know, it's by doing it. it it's good the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, a lot of people have asked us to write a feature about mm-hmm. it. Which is which would make more sense than like a web series or a TV show, right? Of course. Um, but again, you can always explore the life before Zoe yeah. mm-hmm. in many different ways. And I have thought of a bunch of ideas where that story could go to. It's not like you know, it's now in the past. Like we're all, mm-hmm. we're still talking about it from time yeah. to time. Like, oh, like actually, we're still developing it in yeah. a, in a sense. We're we're just not sure how to execute it if we <laughs> want to. Right. Um, but yeah, we we were considering writing like a full length feature about it, mm. but that's in the back pocket. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can easily ruin something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We might be too precious with it at this point. Well, I mean, it is really good as it is. You guys were semifinalists in the NBCU Short Film yeah. Festival, so congrats on that. Thank you. How was that whole experience? It was. We did not expect to get into that. It was more like, you know, because it's such a huge film festival, right. you apply and then you forget about it because you're just yeah. like, what are the odds, right, right of right, getting right. of getting into it? So, um, we we applied. We forgot that we applied until we got the call. And we're like, oh my God, like mm. we got in, wait, what? So we were double checking the email and we're like, this is huge. Um, so they flew us out into New York and um, our director came along and it was, um, it was like the two days worth of just um, workshops and you know, conferences, mixers, which is really rare for any film festival. Like they don't invest that much time and resource and you know, all, all of that into a film festival. Um, so if anything, it was it was a very exciting and um, it was just like a, it was a great opportunity for all filmmakers mm-hmm. that got in. And then, you know, we started networking. So <laughs> like everybody, yeah. you know, everybody now knows each other and you know, everybody's like, oh, like, let's work together or whatever. But that's the whole purpose of like having the mixer in the in the, the network. But um, it was just it was an incredible experience for us and to um, 
show that to more audiences, you know, mm-hmm. for the first time, that yeah. was a really special and big deal for yeah, us. For sure. um, you know, having uh, people from NBC watch it as well, mm-hmm. that was also a big deal. Um, yeah, it was just, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm still dreaming about it because <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was fantastic. No, it was a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. It was just, yeah. I, just wow that's all I'm in, I'm in awe yeah well I imagine that uh, you're probably just another short film away from another experience <laughs> like that and that being said uh, a lot of actors use their own creations to kind of develop their own careers mm-hmm. and uh, you know meeting mommy of course from what we're hearing is was a good experience uh, would you or do you have in mind to craft something to kind of uh, to get from your point A to your point B for uh, for meeting mommy or uh, for, for for yourself for myself yeah I mean like I said this is my very like my first rodeo yes and you know having a having a go at the writing and the producing process of it um, it really opened my eyes in mm-hmm. in that sense because I all I did was acting like I said um, but to have that complete control because mm-hmm. as actors you can't have that yeah. right uh, nothing's in your no. control <laughs> like if anything you're just you're like a puppet. you're a puppet yeah, yeah. like you, you have zero control in yeah. anything but to have that power to to get my story out there mm-hmm. to use the words that I want to do mm-hmm. uh, or use um, and just like bring everything like everything that's in my control to like get my story heard and told like that was a huge eye-opener for me and that like now that I have a taste of that <laughs> I want more <laughs> so um now I'm just like more confident in in writing mm-hmm. you know yes. I, I have more ideas that I want to um have a go at I you know and, and the bar's set really high now <laughs> after, <laughs> after meeting mommy so um it's again a, a challenge and I feel mm-hmm. like we as actors or as um artists we always have to challenge ourselves Mm -hmm. to do better to be greater and um ultimately just share your talents and get your stories told so yeah i i have a couple ideas (laughs) that i'm working on um i am i started writing my first feature very messy (laughs) at the moment because um (laughs) it's all over the place but it's exciting Mm -hmm. because i haven't had that opportunity before Mm -hmm. and to you know to for something that just started yeah in Mm -hmm. my head and like writing it to have it on paper and to like get that process going Mm -hmm. it has been really exciting and Mm. scary exciting (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so we've been taking up a lot of your time but i do have one final question Mm -hmm. so let's say some fancy schmancy big dollar producer or a company comes to you and says, okay, Tina, you're obviously talented. We want you to make your dream project come true. Mm-hmm. And you get to work with anybody in the world. Oh, my gosh. What would that be? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, Does it come true when I say it? <laughs> hey, you know what? If you say it, maybe somebody says, hey, my uncle does that stuff. Yeah. Um, I would love to, um, <laughs> sorry, I would love to be in like a Marvel uh, oh. movie, like a superhero movie, which we've talked yes. about in the past. Um, just like, I don't know if it's like an influence from my father, but like action movies, I yes. love action movies and superhero movies. 
and yeah just like getting that opportunity to be like you know like also a physical challenge as Mm -hmm. an actor too right Mm -hmm. being able to bring um a beloved character to life and to show that as you um i think would be a fantastic Mm -hmm. opportunity Mm -hmm. um hint hint (laughs) marvel studios if you're listening cindy moon yeah seriously cindy moon would be is one of the characters I'd be curious to see, especially since Spider-Man kind of has his own universe. He has, mm-hmm. like, such a big room for yeah. so many characters. Yeah. So. And, like, you know, things like Ocean's 8. Like, mm-hmm. like yep. you know, that kind of heist movie, but empowering, <laughs> like, yeah. know, female, all-female cast. That's also exciting. Um, and now I'm just getting greedy because I'm just trying to tell you all the things that <laughs> no, I want to do. But, it. like... Um, even like Crazy Rich Asians, you know, like yeah. the rom com yes. as like an Asian actor, like that right. would also be one of my dreams, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I feel like now it's happening mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood, and I and that's a very important movement that's happening right now, um, and we need more of it, you know, it, like it's it's sad that it took this long to to get going again after twenty five years, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like there's they're hearing us now. Mm-hmm more and you know like crazy rich Asians is the number one movie for yeah. like the past three weeks and yeah and it's it's like the number one uh rom-com in nine yes. years right yeah. so we're we're breaking the glass ceiling all and we're barriers. yeah all those barriers are gone and like it's it's now that time so i feel like more opportunities are coming to um you know asian performers mm-hmm. in hollywood and that's super important and now's the time yeah. to cast every Asian actor <laughs> in Hollywood. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What an awesome time yeah. to be in. So, yeah, thank you so much, oh, Tina, for being you. on. I hope that wasn't boring. <laughs> no, this is super interesting. So how can people find you? Yeah, uh, my Twitter handle is Tina Y. Jung. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> is Tina underscore Jung. Uh, I'm more on Instagram than I am on Twitter. Okay. You will be able to tell. <laughs> I'm just on Instagram a lot. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, follow me if you want to see more of me and if you're not sick of me. <laughs> do you have a website as well? Uh, no, I don't actually, don't? but oh. I do have an IMDb, so check me out and hire me <laughs> as an actor. Awesome. So if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to what you talking podcast at gmail.com or tweet me at MikeYUAN82. Until the next time. Thanks for hearing. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) See you.